بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن فقراء المهاجرين أتوا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالوا ذهب أهل الدثور بالدرجات العلا والنعيم المقيم فقال وما ذاك فقالوا يصلون كما نصلي ويصومون كما نصوم ويتصدقون ولا نتصدق ويعتقون ولا نعتق فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أفلا أعلمكم شيئا تدركون به من سبقكم وتسبقون به من بعدكم ولا يكون أحد أفضل منكم إلا من صنع مثل ما صنعتم قالوا بلى يا رسول الله قال تسبحون وتحمدون وتكبرون دبر كل صلاة ثلاثة وثلاثين مرة فرجع فقراء المهاجرين إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقالوا سمع إخواننا أهل الأموال بما فعلنا ففعلوا مثله فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذلك فضل الله يؤتيه من يشاء متفق عليه وهذا اللفظ رواية مسلم This is the concluding hadith in the chapter which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has given the title Babu Fadlil Ghaniya Shakir the chapter which deals with the virtue of a person whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed with wealth. Allah has made him independent, al-ghani. In other words, Allah has granted him istighna'iyat. And with that wealth, this person makes the shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This hadith, we already discussed it, except the last or the concluding statement in the hadith. But nevertheless, just to refresh our memories, I'll briefly translate the hadith. Abu Huraira radiallahu narrates that the poor amongst the muhajireen approached Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they said to him that the rich ones amongst us have gone ahead in earning the high, high, lofty ranks of Jannat and the perpetual bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, what do you mean by this that they have gone ahead? So they said, Ya Rasulullah, as we pray Salah, they also pray Salah. As we fast, they also fast. However, because of their wealth, they are able to give charity. We are unable to give charity because we are poor. We don't have the excess wealth. They are freeing slaves. We are unable to free slaves. So Rasulullah wasallam appeased them and said to them, that should I not teach you something, which if you will do this, all those who have gone ahead of you in earning the ranks of Akhirat, you will catch up with them. Those who come after you, you will supersede them. And there will be no one who will be more virtuous than you on the Day of Judgment except the one who does similar to what you have done. So they said, what is this, O Nabi of Allah? Obviously, the amal which Rasulullah is showing them, which has such great reward, Rasulullah said, whoever has gone ahead, you will catch up with that person. And whoever comes after you will not be able to catch up with you. And there will be no one who will meet Allah on the Day of Judgment with anything more virtuous than this. The complaint was that we are unable to do actions pertaining to wealth because we don't have the wealth. 
those who have the wealth amongst us are going ahead. So obviously what Rasulullah is showing them now is something that doesn't need wealth. Doesn't need you to spend anything at all. Yet the reward is so great. And what is it? Rasulullah, they said, O Nabi of Allah, tell us what is it. So he said, Tusabbihun wa tahmadun wa tukabbirun. Tusabbihun means make tasbih, which in layman terms means make the dhikr of subhanallah. Make the dhikr of alhamdulillah. Make the dhikr of Allahu Akbar. After every salah, 33 times each. This is what is famously known amongst us as tasbih fatimi 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah. And in order to make takmil of 134 times Allahu Akbar. This is a very, very important dhikr amongst the adhkar which we should make regularly. Make it part of our lives. After every first salah. In many, many ahadith, obviously this was the special zikr that Rasulullah taught his beloved daughter, Sayyidatu Nisai Ahlil Jannah, the queen of the women of Jannah, Fatima Zahra radiallahu ta'ala anha. When she approached her father, that is also a lengthy incident, but the crux of it was that the daily chores had become too difficult for her and she wanted some assistance, either a slave or somebody to help her with the daily chores. And yet Rasulullah taught her this amal, that this is something that will, Allah Ta'ala's special help will come. We are going through very trying and very difficult times. We should, like I said, regularly do the zikr with this conviction. One is the great rewards that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has promised. And with this, in this zikr, there is a special effect that Allah Ta'ala will lighten our burden. Allah will make things easy for us. And like it is mentioned that the Sahaba of Rasulullah they would make special ihtimam of this, Tasbih Fatimi, 33 times Subhanallah, 33 times Alhamdulillah, and 34 times Allahu Akbar after every first salah. And we also learn before we go to sleep at night, amongst the last adhikar that we do, this should be their part of our lives. It's something that is very, very effective and very beneficial. And as I mentioned, the Sahaba of Rasulullah they would make special ihtimam of this. Hazrat Ibrahim Devila Sahab, Dawn Barakatuhu, when he gives his bayan, when he explains the importance of istiqamat. Istiqamat, in other words, perseverance in amal. In other words, don't do something today and then leave it out. Or do extra today and then do not maintain that. أَحَبُّ الْعَمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَعَالَىٰ أَدْوَمُهَا وَإِنْ قَلَّ Rasulullah said the things which are most, the actions which are most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that which you perpetuate, that which you are regular on. That is you do it every day, you do it all the time. Even if it is less, وَإِنْ قَلَّ Matlub in shariat is to persevere on amal. So to explain that, he mentions a very famous incident about Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that he's, he used to be especially meticulous when it comes to this tasbih of Fatimi. 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. That he would read it after every salah and he would never ever leave it out. So someone asked him that what about in Sifin? Sifin was a great battle which took place. Many, many sahaba lost their lives in that battle. So he said, in the height of war, 
Sahaba used to make salah. In time for salah used to come, even in the battlefield salah would be performed. They would never ever leave out their salah. So he said, one is not leaving out the salah in the height of, of war, the height of, the, of, 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 of a battle. The question was put to Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu that during the war in that salah that was performed, did you still make this tasbih Fatimi? So he said, even in Sifin, even in the raging battle, I did not leave it out. So we see how important this is. And it doesn't require us to spend even five rand or even one rand. No spending required. Just a few seconds, but unfortunately, mashallah, we are very, very busy people. So busy that we are, even those of us that make salah, after salah we are in a very big hurry. We want to rush. We should take pause, take it easy a little bit. Make our adhkar after the salah and particularly this. Rasulullah is saying, whoever caught up with you, you will, whoever comes after you will never reach the reward you will get. And you will catch up with all those who have gone ahead of you. And there will be no one who will meet Allah Ta'ala on the Day of Judgment with more, anything more virtuous than this. Such a great virtue we are taught with regards to this. 33 times SubhanAllah, 33 times Alhamdulillah in the words of literal translation of the hadith, 33 times Allahu Akbar. But as I mentioned, based on other ahadith, the ulama say 34 times Allahu Akbar. Up to this point we already translated of the hadith. The last section of the hadith, very, very interesting thing occurred after that. What happened? Faraja Fuqaraul Muhajirin ila Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Little while later, the same poor people came back to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the poor amongst the Muhajirin. Now what was the complaint? Faqalu they said, Our brothers, the wealthy ones amongst us, they also heard about this. You told us this is something by which we will catch up with them. Now, they also heard about this great virtue. So they also started doing it. So now show us something else. In other words, the problem has returned. They are, they went, are going ahead with what they are spending. Allah's Rasul you showed us this to catch up with them. This is something that doesn't require spending. Now they are doing this also and they are spending. Now what must we do? So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, obviously to bring a matter, the matter to a conclusion because whatever else Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would tell them now, the others would also hear about it and they would also practice it and this would carry on. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, This is Allah's virtue, this is Allah's special fazl, He gives it to whomsoever He wants. This is to bring the matter to an end. But when it comes to this topic generally, this musabaqat or this confrontation or this comparison with the rich and the poor so far as the akhirat is concerned. Allah's Rasul said, Ana man said, I will be the first to clatter or to shake the door handle of Jannah. Jannah will be open for me first. I will enter Jannah first. And with me will be the poor people of my ummah. So generally, the overriding principle in Akhirat is that the fuqara 
will make musabaqa, they will go ahead of the rich, generally. Why? Because of the tests and trials and tribulations that are attached to wealth. That's one. Second, when it comes to this issue of sadaqa, of charity, of spending, Sharia takes cognizance not only of quantity but of quality. And this is something that those of us who Allah Ta'ala has not blessed with a lot of wealth should never lose sight of. Many of us have this mindset that sadaqa and charity is the domain of the rich. Shariat does not teach us that. Sadaqa and charity has such great blessings, has such great benefits. In the sadaqa tudfi'ul bala, Allah will remove musibat, calamities, hardships from your life through sadaqa. Allah's special help will come with you. Your wealth will be pure, is purified, etc., etc. There's no time to go into all the details. So this is not only reserved for the rich. Sadaqa and charity is something Shariat wants everyone to do, even the poor. And Allah Ta'ala takes special cognizance when the poor spend. In fact, their spending is more valuable than the spending of the rich. One hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Sabaqa dirham, mi'ata alf dirham. Sabaqa dirham, mi'ata alf dirham. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, a man gave one dirham in sadaqah. One person gave one dirham in sadaqah. And another person gave a hundred thousand dirham in sadaqah. Yet, Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in the form of the hadith, he said, the man who gave one dirham got more reward than the one who gave hundred thousand dirham. Why? What is the reason? The reason is the one who gave one dirham maybe only had that one. Or he only had two and he gave half his wealth. The other one who gave hundred thousand dirham may have been a millionaire or a multi-millionaire. So he gave percentage-wise a much smaller percentage. Allah Ta'ala takes cognizance of that. Sharia takes cognizance of that. Our amal are not measured only by the quantity. It is measured by the quality also. That is why that famous incident of Abu Bakr at the time of Tabuk. What did Umar say? He said, this is the chance I got to get ahead of Abu Bakr. Why? Because I had more. And he brought more than what Abu Bakr brought. But what was the question? Nabi Salaam changed the question. Normally the question is, how much have you brought? But to teach us this important lesson, that even if you are poor, the little bit that you will give is valued by Allah and His Rasul it's valued in Akhirat. So Nabi Sallallahu changed the question. Normally you ask a person how much you gave. Nabi Sallallahu didn't ask that. He said, how much did you leave behind? In other words, what percentage of your wealth have you brought? Shall we continue with this one?